Excited for a road trip? Start it off right with auto coverage from American Family Insurance. J.D. Power ranked us number one in customer satisfaction with the auto insurance shopping experience among mid-size insurers. Get a quote at AmFam.com. American Family Insurance. For J.D. Power 2021 award information, visit JDPower.com slash awards. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. The X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell is largely an opinion talk show. All opinions, comments, or statements of fact expressed by Rob McConnell's guests are strictly their own and are not to be construed as those of the Exxon Radio Show or endorsed in any manner by Rob McConnell, Relmar McConnell Media Company, the Exxon Broadcast Network, its affiliated networks, stations, employees, or advertisers. All Hit Radio. Welcome to the X-Zone, a place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back to the Exxon, everyone. I'm Rob McConnell. We're coming to you from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. If you'd like to send me an email, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. On all social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. Our main website is exxonradiotv.com. And to find out the programming we have available for you, 724-365 on the Exxon Broadcast Network, www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour is Joshua Warren. He is an investigator who pioneers the amazing relationship between mind, energy, matter, and strange phenomena. He owns the Asher, uh, Asheville Mystery Museum and Laboratory in North Carolina and their Bermuda Triangle Research Base in Puerto Rico. The author of over 20 best-selling books, including Use the Force, A Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, and The Wishing Machine Workbook, he travels the world investigating mysterious phenomena and made the cover of Science Journal in 2004 for lab experiments regarding energy fields in, in nature related to the brown mountain lights. As the creator of the widely popular Wishing Machine Project, he has helped thousands of people around the world change their lives in profound ways, manifesting extremely good fortune. And if you'd like to find out more about Joshua P. Warren, his website is www.joshuapwarren.com. And Joshua, welcome to the X-Zone all the way from Puerto Rico, where you are spending time checking out UFOs and USOs. That's right. Thank you so much for having me. I love your show, and it's wonderful to be with you, Rob. So tell me, why is Puerto Rico so busy with both UFOs and USOs? 
Well, you know, uh, we're right in the middle of the so-called Bermuda Triangle mm-hmm. here. So there is a long history, long tradition of strange things here. And if you look at Puerto Rico in particular, um, I mean, it's not a big island, really. It's 100 miles by about 33 miles. And yet you've got... Uh, so many ghost stories because we have old San Juan, which is the oldest city in U.S. territory. Mm-hmm. Yep. We've got the Arecibo Observatory, which, of course, is the big dish that's used in the movie Contact with Jodie Foster. And there's a lot of UFO activity around that dish. It's the birthplace here of the Chupacabra uh, and other weird cryptids. Uh, there are chapels of miracles here where people have psychic experiences. All this stuff condensed in this one area, and uh, I'm trying to figure out why that is, but one thing I've noticed, Rob, is that if you look at a NASA map that illustrates the inconsistencies of Earth's gravitational field, it shows some places color-coded red, meaning the field is very strong, and other places are color-coded blue, meaning it's weak. Well, right here, the gravitational field And this whole area we call the Bermuda Triangle is very, very blue, very, very weak. But Puerto Rico is the bluest of the blue, so blue you can't even see it on one of these NASA gravity maps. And I think there may be a connection between the degree of gravity and these strange phenomena. You know, the Bermuda Triangle goes all the way back to Christopher Columbus, if my memory serves me correct, when he saw lights in the sky when he was caught in the mysterious Sargasso Sea. What is your opinion of what is happening in the Bermuda Triangle, Joshua? Well, you know, a lot of people just think about the disappearances that have been made so famous. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, statistically, there, there are no more disappearances here than usual. Uh, it's just that when things disappear, they disappear in profoundly freakish, sudden inexplicable ways. And you're right, going all the way back to Columbus's trip where his compass was going haywire and he was seeing weird lights, it is illustrated there's something about this part of the world where it may be uh, because this gravity is, is low, um, you might have what you could think of almost as interdimensional weather here. So, for example, let's say you go to a place like Oklahoma. You go there nine times out of ten, uh, you're going to have a nice uh, day perhaps. Mm-hmm. But once in a while, these conditions align, and you get this storm that creates this a beautiful and terrifying symmetrical tornado that just comes barreling through. And I think there may be spots on Earth where the gravitational anomalies actually create some type of, of conflict or turmoil. And when that occurs, it, it alters slightly what we call the laws of physics. Um, that's a pretty you know, bold speculation, but uh, I don't know how it's to reconcile all these experiences that people have. You and I have to take our first commercial break. Please stand by. Exonation Joshua P. Warren is our very special guest this hour www.joshuapwarren.com and we'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue investigating the world of the paranormal and the science of parapsychology right here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, 
Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the X-Zone Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere. 24-7-365. President of a new cancer foundation focusing on evidence-based physical, mental, and spiritual interventions, including natural cancer cures, prayer, meditation, affirmations, nutrition, and other related holistic cancer prevention and cure modalities. These are used in cancer education, research, and financing care. I ask for your help to continue this important work by donating at www.holisticcancerfoundation.com. Hello, I'm Pete Marsh. With my daughter Justina, we will be presenting the new radio show, Too Good to Be True. If something seems too good to be true, it usually is. But with the help of Justina's amazing gifts, we're going to gain insight into questions that don't yet have complete answers. Have you wondered who built Stonehenge and for what reason? Why are crop circles found in the same region as Stonehenge and elsewhere? Are crop circles a hoax or are they created with technologies that we have little knowledge of? Who built the pyramids in Egypt and also in other countries? How and why were they built? Was the Titanic switched with the Britannic as part of a gigantic insurance fraud or for more insidious reasons? What caused the Tunguska event when trees were flattened over an 800-square-mile area in Siberia? Will the new insights be too good to be true? Well, that will depend on what you are prepared to believe. Please join us as we start on this journey together. For more information on Too Good to Be True, visit www.xzbn.net. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs 
songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an eight-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500-plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. Exonation uh, Joshua P. Warren is our special guest this hour, www.joshuapwarren.com. Joshua, a couple of years ago, there was a video released of a Homeland Security aircraft chasing what appeared to be a UFO that turned into a USO. Do you know anything about that video? Oh, yes, I do. I'm glad you brought that up because I must say I believe that may very well be the single strongest piece of evidence for the existence of, of UFOs and USOs. Uh, and that's because it has been verified that this was indeed authentic Homeland Security footage. Yeah. It was taken in 2013. It took it a little while to get leaked to the public. But being that Puerto Rico is kind of a small place, everybody kind of knows everybody. And so mm-hmm. I started hearing the buzz even advance from people who were relatives of those who worked for Homeland Security there. And, and then when I finally saw the video footage, I was amazed because this object, which is being tracked by a, a Border and Customs aircraft camera, show, it, this object is, is moving at incredibly high speeds. And, and the weirdest thing to me is that it almost is sort of shape-shifting from time to time. There's no obvious sort of propulsion or power supply. And it, when it dips in and out of the water, there's no splash. I mean, it's almost like it just seamlessly transitions between air and water, and you can see it moving below the surface of the ocean, and then it comes back up and it goes back down, and then at one point it emerges from the ocean, and it is accompanied by a second object. And uh, anybody who who has not seen this footage needs to, to watch it and read about the details behind it because it's astounding to me that uh, we have a camera that's a thermal camera being operated by uh, guys who do this every day. They know their technology. You've got all this inherent data because that camera is telling you uh, the speed, the, the temperature, uh, the time of day, etc. And, and And that is a really important piece of footage, and that's one of the things that I'm in, intensively studying right now. Why do you think the information is being withheld uh, you know, from the public when it comes to UFOs? Well, obviously, they are using some kind of technology mm-hmm. that is beyond the scope of what the average citizen understands. And we know that uh, the, the number one key to staying in power, especially uh, military power, is knowing more than the next guy does. Uh, and, and it doesn't really matter necessarily even if you can weaponize that technology, if there's the potential of weaponizing it. Um, I think that that has been a policy of the military for a long time. Let's just gather up information about things that may someday be weaponized. And, and I don't necessarily think that people in the military or their government know all about these things and are covering them up. Um, but I, I think they definitely try to conceal their own evidence of them. 
Um, and uh, in fact, you know, I, I've spoken to some retired uh, military folks who have been, you know, quite high up, who have told me that uh, when it comes to the military philosophy, when you're doing research and development, uh, if they find something that's extraordinary, they don't even necessarily need to know how it works. They just need to know if it works. It's a very practical mindset. And so if they see these things and they go, wow, we would love to have a craft that does that, um, then you know, they're obviously going to, uh, to keep it secret so that if they develop it, then they'll, they'll have it as long as possible before the next country gets it. Joshua, what, what was it in your life that pointed you to doing the, the great work that you're doing within the paranormal? Oh, well, thank you for saying that. Um, you know, I was born and raised in Asheville, North Carolina. Now, that's the heart of the Blue Ridge Mountains, yeah. which are the oldest mountains in North America. And, uh, and, and I'd um, like to add the most beautiful part of the drive from Ontario <laughs> down to Florida. Oh, man. Isn't, isn't that something? Boy, I love that drive. Yeah, it's fantastic. And um, very, very fortunate to grow up there. And in fact, on both sides of my family, mom and dad's sides, um, my family's been in Western North Carolina since the 1700s. Wow, 1700s and 1800s. Yeah, um, they, they were some descendants of some of the very first Europeans who came over and got military land grants and that sort of thing. So I grew up uh, with generations of stories behind me about weird legends and ghost stories and folk tales. And 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 the funny thing is, uh, some of those were just stories that you might hear around a campfire, but there were real things that happened to my family. Uh, I'll, I'll just briefly mention um, in the 1930s during the Great Depression era, uh, my grandmother took a photograph of her older brother when he came back from a hunting trip. And when the photograph developed, for some weird reason, he did not have a head in the photograph. And uh, they couldn't explain how, you know, why, why or how that would happen. Well, fast forward one month later, uh, he was sitting on the porch of their house reading a magazine, conversing with his father, who was inside through an open window. This was in the middle of summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the father prepared lunch and went outside. Here's the magazine. But uh, he was gone. My, my great-uncle Claude was not there. And my great-uncle, Claude Calloway, was never seen or heard from again. It was literally as if he had vanished in mid-conversation in the blink of an eye. And let me tell you, that was a huge tragedy for them. I mean, that my, that my family never got over that. They searched for him till the end of time. Uh, and I, when I got older, I even hired a forensic historian named Vance Pollock to go through and go and follow the paper trail and see if he could figure out what happened. And and you get right up there to that day in 1936, and he uh, the paper trail ends. So the fact that that he disappeared under those circumstances would be weird enough, but the fact that that photograph was taken a month before that is what gives you the goosebumps. And so I wanted to know uh, what's going on here. You know, what are there other dimensions? Uh, are there abductions? And so as a very young person, as a teenager, I started writing books about this, and I got a job at the local newspaper. And, and I must tell you, Rob, it took me six years of going to so-called haunted places before I ever actually saw myself what I would consider a ghost. I almost got to the point where I thought, okay, maybe some people can see this stuff and some people can't, yeah. and I'm one of those people who can't. 
so that is what inspired me even more when I realized, okay, there's something to all this. What is your philosophy on how energy is able to manifest in, in physical, into physical phenomena? Hmm. That is my probably my number one favorite subject because, um, you know, you, you mentioned one of the books that I wrote called Use the Force, yes. uh, which is, uh, you know, very, very fitting considering all the new Star Wars movies are coming out. And, mm-hmm. uh, and, and by the way, I didn't even realize that when I wrote this book. Um, and I really dug into this idea of, of manifestation because over the years, as you mentioned, I have a laboratory and I have worked on major projects for Warner Brothers and the Travel Channel and the Discovery Channel where I look like the mad scientist and I have Tesla coils and all kinds of capacitors and Van de Graaff machines and I'm creating these electrodynamic forms and trying to manifest uh, a ghost and sometimes with success and sometimes not. Um, But on the other hand, I started looking at, well, is there a big difference between doing it that way and using this mysterious thing called the brain and the consciousness in order to try to project something out there that manifests. And ultimately, this brought me to uh, the idea of sympathetic resonance. And sympathetic resonance, and that's what an engineer, I think, would call this, is about the, the fact that you can project a signal, and it will literally create a corresponding signal that will be sent back to you. So, for example, if we have a room that's empty except for two identical pianos, and a man walks into that room and goes up and bangs a chord on one of those pianos, the other piano will also play that chord even though he never goes near it. Um, you can do this also with tuning forks. You may have seen this on, like, you can go to YouTube and sure. look it up. You hit one tuning fork and the other one will activate. So we know that you, when you send a signal out of your brain, then it, it ought to perhaps function the same way. But if we're, but but, if we're looking at music and we're lo- looking at a pitchfork, we're talking about vibrations here. We're not talking about um, thought patterns. How does, you know... Isn't, isn't there a difference between a thought pattern and the transmission of a thought compared to the transmission of a musical vibration that w- was used in the piano and in the pitchfork example? Tuning fork. Well, it, well, is there? I mean, because right now we're mm-hmm. learning more and more about this weird thing called entanglement. And it may not be, you're right, like some type of Newtonian transmission from point A to point B, Mm -hmm. but there may be another form of connection going on there between one point in space and another. Like ESP? well, sure, that would definitely apply yeah. to ESP, and uh, and that's why I've been so interested in this this topic of cymatics, which you know, cymatics is where you take a speaker mm-hmm. and you put a thin uh, uh, piece of steel or metal on top of it, and you sprinkle a thin layer of sand on that, yep. and when you play different tones, it snaps into beautiful patterns, mm-hmm. uh, and it shows you that that tones, vibrations, these basically non-physical energy molds can create a physical sort of form. And so it may be that whether we use Tesla coils and high-powered technology or we use the human brain, that in some way, if you can create uh, an energy form, that the material out there will eventually conform to it. Uh, And, of course, you can use that for scary purposes like creating a ghost, or maybe you can use it for a good purpose like giving yourself a better life. 
Tell me about your wishing machine. Well, you know, the wishing machine is actually a, a technology that's very bizarre uh, that was invented over 100 years ago by a, uh, a man named Albert Abrams. Uh, it's extremely controversial because we don't have any good real idea how it works. I mean, I've got some theories. But basically, it's a box that has an input plate for some desire, and it has an output plate, and it's got some knobs on it that you tune. And it sounds like the scam of the century, but I love to <laughs> test out anything with dials and knobs and switches. I'm a sucker for anything. I'll give it a shot. And so I, 15 years ago, I bought one of these, and the idea was it's got this weird circuit inside of it. You put your wish on it, and, and, you, and it's supposed to somehow focus your wish and, and make it come true. And you can wish for anything. So I thought I was going to be clever. I bought one of these for $300 from a guy in California, and I, as soon as I got it, I wished for my $300 back. And within two days, I got a call from a local resort saying, hey, we have some dentists who have come into town. They want a guy to tell them some stories about local legends for 45 minutes, and they're paying $300. And it was so specific, I thought, well... I can't explain that, but that's pretty darn interesting. And now over the past 15, now it's more like 17 years, mm -hmm. um, I've had this type of success over and over and over again. And that's why I created the Wishing Machine Project to actually track people around the world who use these, survey them, and try to figure out how the heck this thing works. I've got to take a break, but I've got time for a quick question. Could this be synchronicity? I think that these things work via Ah, that is the mechanism. Let's talk more on the other side of this break. Exonation. Joshua P. Warren is our very special guest. www.joshuapwarren.com uh, is his website, and we'll both be back on the other side as we continue here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Check us out online at www.exxonradiotv.com and the Exxon Broadcast Network www.xzbn.net and this show is also heard on Talkstar Radio, Mutual Broadcast Network, and of course, iHeartRadio. Dreams are our personal gateways into infinite wisdom. Don't miss Shamanic Counselor and Indigenously Trained Dream Decoder, Sandra Corcoran's inspiring book, Shamanic Awakening Between the Dark and the Daylight. This remarkable work chronicles Sandra's 35 years of experience with diverse wisdom keepers and her initiations throughout the Americas and across the British Isles, Turkey, Greece, and Egypt. Sandy's knowledge of symbology, psychology, and myth influence her dream blog and workshops. Sandy offers private tarot readings, international journeys, a meditative CD, as well as her book, Shamanic Awakening, to encourage you as you navigate this earthwalk, creating a deeper connection to yourself and all that is. Find this and more at Sandy's website, starwalkervisions.com. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, 
at WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. How would you like to be able to read other people's minds? Well, the next best thing is here. When you know how to read a person's name, you know how the person thinks, feels, and behaves. Each letter in our name holds a key to unlock our true essence. Our name contains both our gifts and challenges in this lifetime. Mnemology science discovers personality secrets hidden in the placement of the letters of our names, including the first and last impression people remember about us. Sharon shows us how to interpret the arrangement of letters as outlined in her book, Know the Name, Know the Person. Sharon Lynn Wyeth created Mnemology Science after 18 years of research and testing her theories and has supported thousands of people around the world in understanding themselves and others better. You'll enjoy Sharon's unique teachings as she shares her system to learn the gifts behind your given birth name. Even if you don't like your birth name, there are jewels in this book. If you're thinking of changing your name, ready to name your child, or wanting to get along better with others, this is the book for you. If you'd like to improve your relationships and change your life for the better, get the book today. Know the name, know the person. Or visit www.knowthename.com. That's www.knowthename.com. Hello, I'm Justina Marsh, and with my dad, Pete, we are going to present a new show called Too Good to Be True. Together, we are aiming to discover more truths about this world and beyond. Do you have unanswered questions about the world? Do you ever wonder about aliens, conspiracy theories, or the universe? There are many shows discussing subjects such as pyramids or UFOs, but we want to relay this information based on our own research, including from spiritual means. Hopefully, listeners will be helped with their own beliefs and will appreciate the psychic insights that add to the previous research and information. We both look forward to sharing this insight and beginning this journey with our listeners. Visit xzbn.net for more information about when to listen. Exonation Joshua P. Warren is our guest, www.joshuapwarren.com. All right, before we went to the break, we started talking about the wishing machines. And uh, you gave us an example where you paid $300. Your first wish was that you'd get your $300 back, a man after my own heart. And bango, you, you were invited to a conference to talk for 45 minutes for... $300. And you were saying that over the past 15 to 17 years, there are many examples of this. And I said, well, is it possible that this is synchronicity? And you said, I think this works via synchronicity. Mm. And, and, the, and the reason is, how else could it work, though? I mean, it's not like that some leprechaun's going to appear and hand you your wish, or it's True. going to materialize and fall out of the sky. If this has any chance of working, it's got to be because the conditions will just sort of emerge or arrive or change in your life uh, that presents these things. Um, and, you know, we're, we're trying to figure out 
why it works. Mm-hmm. And and for all I know, this could be the uh, I guess the most powerful, effective placebo ever created. But if that's what it is, fine, um, as long as it works. But uh, that's the amazing thing that uh, it, it works so well that my life has been dramatically improved over the years, and, and as well as many, many other people that I know, by using these things. And that's why I'm so curious to find out, is this a real technology, or is it some type of fantastically effective placebo? Or, or I, could we also say maybe this is another example of belief being the strongest power in the universe? Well, yeah, I think so, because ultimately these are mind-powered machines. Yes. I mean, regardless of how you use them, and you can put an electrical field in there, but ultimately it boils back to the mind. Um, and you know what's interesting, and I find this fascinating and frustrating as a researcher, that we humans have this idea that there are some things that are subjective, and there are some things that are objective, and we rely on the scientific method, and we rely on scientific tools. But the reality is, scientific instruments are conceived by humans, yep. uh, designed by humans, created by humans, calibrated by humans, used by humans, interpreted by humans. You can't remove the human nervous system from the process. And so what's funny is we can fool ourselves into believing that there is some kind of uh, you know, outside reference of authority, but in reality, all we're doing is exploring this whole thing called life and reality with each other's minds. Something that uh, that we're hearing a lot of here, and I don't know if you're hearing hearing a lot about this where you are and through your research, is something called the Mandela effect, mm-hmm. where people seem to be remembering things totally different from how they appear now. For example, different wording in the Bible, Um, you know, the sighting of the reporting of Nelson Mandela being dead, just find out he's still alive. And and we can equate the the multiple sightings of Elvis Presley as well to this and and other things. And I was just wondering if if you have any comment on the Mandela effect. Yeah, I I do. In fact, um, I was aware of this uh, a long time ago, and I I used to know this as the dead celebrities phenomenon. That's, I mean, how I first learned of it. And uh, the the idea was it's pretty common for somebody to see a report on the news that a celebrity has died and then find out later that that the person is alive. Uh, But there are other profound examples of this. Uh, There is a photograph that was supposedly taken in, I think, 1890 in Tombstone, Arizona, of a bunch of old miners and and pioneers standing up next to a Thunderbird uh, that was (laughs) nailed to the side of a barn. And there are thousands of people around the world who swear they've seen this picture, but nobody can find it now. Um, and, And people point to different magazines it was in, and they go to the Library of Congress, and they sort through every issue of that magazine, and they can't find it. So, the, but here is here's my thinking on this, and I wrote some about this in one of my books called Pet Ghost because of the Thunderbird connection. Um, I think that the only way that, well, maybe not the only way, but one of, one of the better ways to explain this is um, whether or not we can grasp this. The smartest scientists out there tell us that time is a flexible thing and that time travel may someday be possible. And so if that is actually a possibility, 
if ever, 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 in the infinite future, it is going to become possible for some species to figure out how to travel back in time, then we have to presume that they do it uh, and, and that they have done it. And if they were going to do that, why would they do it? Well, they would do it in order to benefit themselves in the future. And so it may be that we literally have from time to time or maybe every single moment um, in, individuals, whether they descended from humans or not, that are coming back and tweaking the timelines. And uh, one day you and I wake up and Bigfoot uh, exists and uh, two hours later he doesn't exist. And uh, then the next day we get up and flying saucers are zipping around and then the next day they don't exist. And it's because when these little tweaks are made, it it's that butterfly effect that creates a chain reaction and it alters these weird things on the fringes that some of us notice. But if they affect the fringes, shouldn't they affect the main course, for example, people disappearing? Um, uh, because wouldn't, well, that, wouldn't, yeah, wouldn't, that, wouldn't that entirely change the entire space-time continuum? Well, look at, uh, yeah, well, I, I'm sure it would. Uh, and, and maybe it's happening uh, on a minute-by-minute on a minute basis. I mean, look at my uncle. For example, I mean, True. what what is you know there there are we'll never know if uh, what happened. Maybe a bear came out of the woods and dragged him off, and you know nobody heard it for some reason. But I mean, something happened to him, and, and there are there are many many people who disappear, thousands of them every single year, uh, and nobody has any any trace of them. Nobody knows what happened, and it could be that this sort of stuff happens all the time, but we only notice it when it happens with uh, a famous figure because um, it's, it's just like the news in general. I mean, I have never seen a guy go into a gas station and pull out a gun and rob the clerk. I've never seen that in my whole life, but I see it every day on the news. Mm -hmm. And if I didn't have a television, I would never see that. And so, you know, television is, you know, especially nowadays, the media allows you to, to pick these extraordinary things that happen around the world and put them into one spot for you to view. And so it may be that these things happen to everyday individuals all the time. That's why we have this whole population that's fascinated by the paranormal because they've all had weird experiences. But it's only occasionally that it affects somebody who's got the spotlight that allows us to see it. And then we say, wait a second, I thought this something happened to Mandela, but it didn't happen. And then you start applying that to all these other things, movies and, like you said, you know, quotes and uh, you name it. I mean, it, it could be that these changes are not drastic because if there are individuals in the future and they're affecting the past, they don't want to throw it too far off or that will just distort everything in the future for them. So it, it, this is the only way that I can think of right now to explain something as, as, as vast as this effect appears to be, other than people just having very, very... Uh, big flaws in the way their mind and memory works. Has there been, in your opinion, an increase in paranormal activity, reports of paranormal activity, ever since the increased number of microwave cell towers that have been put up? Well, you know, that's a, that's a great question. Um, I don't know that really we can statistically answer that question because you know, the the amount of paranormal activity that occurs um, is based upon what's being reported mm -hmm. and how people interpret what they report. So that's why 
I mean, nine times out of ten, you're never going to know a place is haunted until somebody goes there and sees something and comes back and reports it. Says, I saw this. I mean, for all we know, there's a ghost that appears every night at four in the morning in your backyard. But if you've never been out there before, we may never know that that corner of your yard is the most haunted place on Earth. So that, bearing that in mind, I definitely think that as we start um, mixing the – uh, electromagnetic field environment up, uh, not just with microwaves, but uh, any type of artificial transmissions. Uh, since the dawn of, of really the electrical age, uh, when, you, when you start mixing up that particular uh, range of frequencies, then what you're doing at some level is you are breaking down matter. You're breaking down matter, you're creating ionization, and you're creating a lot of free-floating building blocks there so that if there is some kind of a, a subtle paranormal thing that would usually be right below the surface, it might now be able to take shape more easily because that we're giving it those loose building blocks to, to create its own sort of body and interface with. So to that extent... Uh, artificial microwaves would be a, a major player in that because they are so interactive with matter. That's why they heat up your baked potato in a minute. You know, I mean, sure. so that would be a big part of it. You mentioned Bigfoot very briefly. What is your take on Bigfoot, and why hasn't he been found yet, or she been found yet? <laughs> right. Um, you know, I, I have uh, I've looked seriously at this subject, um, and I've been in the field with plenty of experts, and I've read all the, the, the material. And to me, the reality is uh, our scientists today seem to be very, very good at finding evidence for normal biological organisms. And, I mean, if there's some little caterpillar that's out in the middle of nowhere, you know, they've got a whole thesis, you know, devoted to this thing. Um, and so I don't think there is any way that we can reconcile all of these reports of people seeing Bigfoot in every single state in the United States and all over Canada uh, with the idea that this is a normal biological, physical creature because there should be more hair more scat, uh, more footprints. There should be more of an impact on the ecology. Right. But I do believe people see him, and so therefore I think he is an interdimensional being. And I know we're coming up on a break, so uh, perhaps we can talk a little bit more about the inter interdimensional stuff as well. Yeah, I'd love to. And I also want to still speak to you about your paranormal course because we get, we get emails all the time here wanting to know where somebody can take a paranormal course, and it looks like... The Paranormal Course Found Us. Exonation, my guest is Joshua P. Warren, www.joshuapwarren.com. And uh, Joshua is the author of uh, Use the Force, a Jedi's Guide to the Law of Attraction, and the Wishing Machine Workbook. His website, once again, www.joshuapwarren.com. Don't forget, Exxon Nation, if you'd like to find out what programming we have on the Exxon Broadcast Network, just for example, we have Connecting with Coincidence with Dr. Bernie Beitman, MD. We have Secret to Everything with Dr. Kimberly McGeorge. We have The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka. We have Seek Reality with Roberta Grimes. We have a different perspective 
with Kevin Randall. We have Paranormal Stakeout with Larry Lawson. The World Beyond with Joe Wegent. And that's just a few of the great hosts we have and shows available for you. 724-365 at www.xzbn.net. My guest this hour, Joshua P. Warren, and I will be back as we wrap up this hour here in the Exxon from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Don't go away. Hi everyone, Rob McConnell here, and I wanted to spend a moment on internet streaming. Everybody has heard about internet streaming, but not many know much about it. Did you know the internet streams just about everything? Movies. From new releases to old classics. TV shows. Almost every show, every episode, and much more. But the question has always been, how do you do it? Well now, thanks to the folks at 123 Ready TV, I have the answer for you. They have developed a simple program app, 123 Ready TV, that you install on your Windows PC, Android smartphone, or Android tablet that can have you streaming like a pro in less than five minutes. You truly won't believe how much is available or how easy it is to do until you try. And for a one-time cost of only $19.99, this product is a real winner. To learn more about 123 Ready TV, visit our website at www.xzbn.net. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Did you know that when you're on the road with limited data or Wi-Fi, you can still listen to the X-Zone Radio Show with Rob McConnell, The Science of Magic with Gwilda Wiaka, X-1, Dimension X, Space Patrol, and every minute of the Exxon Broadcast Network by calling 213-401-0080, courtesy of Audio Now. No smartphone, app, or internet needed. It saves your data plan, and it's free if you have unlimited minutes. Call 213-401-0080 to listen on any phone, anytime, anywhere. Remember, 213-401-0080 for the best of the paranormal, parapsychology, and sci-fi radio programming anywhere, 24-7-365. True healing must address four levels, physical, emotional, mental, and spiritual, for us to live joyful and productive lives. We tend to treat three of the four, leaving the spiritual languishing. If you're tired of the same dysfunctional patterns cropping up in your life, Soul Balancing is for you. Trixie Phelps, owner and founder of Soul Balancing, is a naturally gifted energy healer trained in numerous esoteric forms, including shamanism. Trixie has created a powerful modality that safely and effectively clears your energetic field. 
A soul balancing session can remove interference, heal trauma, and restore your hope. Contact Trixie for a life-changing long-distance session today, www.soulbalancing.world. There's a legend shared by many indigenous cultures of a time when the nations were cast to the four corners of the world. Each nation was given a body of sacred knowledge that held a different portion of the truth to preserve. True reality could not be known until all the nations reunited, combining the information. If a single one was missing, the world could not be reborn and darkness would prevail. The Science of Magic Radio is dedicated to reuniting the sacred knowledge. With the understanding, none of us has all the answers, but together we can open new perceptions and possibilities. Through our combined vision, the world can be reborn into a place where darkness no longer prevails. Join me, Gwilda Wiyaka, and the Science of Magic daily on the Exxon Broadcast Network, xzbn.net, or visit us at thescienceofmagic.net. Exonation Joshua P. Warren is our guest this hour, www.joshuapwarren.com. Tell me about your radio show. Oh, yeah, thank you for asking. Um, about 14, 15 years ago, um, I started a show called Speaking of Strange, uh, airing from the flagship station News Radio 570 WWNC in Asheville, North Carolina. And I hosted that show all the way up until this year, and finally this year I've gotten so busy that I handed over the hosting duties to my great friend Vance Pollock, who is a, just a fantastic talent. So I still own the show, and I still um, produce the show, but Vance is now the host, and it's a, it's a three-hour program that airs initially Saturday nights. And um, the, the cool thing about the show is – we talk about the serious stuff, mm-hmm. but we also talk about the absurd stuff uh, because I, you know, th- there are a lot of weird, wacky, bizarro news stories, <laughs> and you know you're seeing how like the the paranormal is becoming normal yep. anymore. Uh, and so we have some fun with it. We, there are stuff we take seriously, stuff we don't take seriously. So it's a pretty wild ride. And explanation, if you'd like to uh, find out more about uh, Joshua's show, it's freedom ch- uh, freecharm dot com forward slash j pwradio.html Before we went to the break we were talking about Bigfoot and and we were talking about my god my memory's going How's your memory? <laughs> uh, inter, inter, interdimensional There you go. Perhaps. There you go. Thank you. Yeah. Whew. Yeah. Uh well, you know to me okay, there are people out there who as soon as they hear a guy like me say, I think Bigfoot is something interdimensional, they roll their eyes and say, oh, God, this guy's a wacko. And the funny thing is there are just as many people out there who think that they're a wacko for believing that Bigfoot is a big gorilla running around out there. Um, and, and to me, I mean, honestly, um, I believe that there are such things as interdimensional beings. And the reason I say that, and I wrote a lot about this in, in the book Pet Ghost, which, which is actually a book about non-human apparitions, there is absolutely nothing in the scientific literature 
that suggests that life must exist exclusively at this level and on this plane that we call physical. You're right. And so, yeah, there's, so there's no reason. I mean, we're just so egocentric that we try to see everything through the lens of a human. And so there may be beings out there that uh, are totally non-physical, or there may be beings that are sort of come and go, and they might be able to will themselves to do so, or it might happen spontaneously. I mean, we could get into some big, long conversations about the, the possibilities, but what's weird is that, you know, Bigfoot, so to speak, um, he seems to be very good at disappearing at the, the opportune time. And, and you know, you see the, 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 the prince going down the trail, and all of a sudden they just stop as if he's just vanished. Uh, and therefore, if, if this, this creature seems to have altered its space. And we know that space and time are interconnected. And so there may be beings out there that are able to change their, their place and time. If Bigfoot is not an interdimensional phenomenon, then he must be a ghost, because I sure don't see enough good evidence that he is, again, a big gorilla running around out there. And so uh, that's my opinion on Bigfoot and a lot of these other creatures that some uh, cryptid enthusiasts are, are looking for. The Patterson-Gimlin film, Buff Creek, mm -hmm. uh, what is it, Bluff Creek in California, where... Mm -hmm. Roger Patterson took the infamous 16-millimeter footage of Bigfoot. Do you think that is real, or do you think that is part of a hoax? You know, I must tell you, I've read a lot about that. I've studied it, mm -hmm. and, and boy, that's a tough one. That's a tough call for me. But um, that, it looks... It looks good to me. <laughs> okay, I mean, it, for whatever my intuition is, um, yeah. when I when I look at that footage, it looks very natural. It doesn't feel like that's fake to me. Um, and so I would say that you know, as far as I'm concerned, I know that you can you can tear that thing to pieces with sure. different types of arguments. But I'm going to say that I, my gut tells me that's probably real. Okay, I just had to get your opinion on that. You know. Um, before we go, we've got about six minutes left. First of all, I want to thank you again for coming on the show. It's a great pleasure talking to you. Um, I, I know how busy you are, so once again, thanks. And you've got an open hey. door invitation here anytime, my friend. Well, thank you so much. I mean, uh, again, I'm a great admirer of you and your work and your career, and so it's, it's just a delight to be with you, and uh, thank you for saying those, those kind words. Well, I thank you, my friend. Listen, you've got an online paranormal investigation course. Tell us about that. Yeah, well, you know, I years ago, I started offering courses in person in Asheville. And they were a, a big hit, uh, I mean, because people contact me all the time and they say, I want to do what you do, you mm -hmm. know, I want to, and, and, and they don't always just want to go out and, and go thrill seeking. I mean, they want to know how do I make money at this? How do I turn this into a career? Because that's the, the, the tricky part is, is you know, because I'm self-employed and I've been doing this now for about 20, 22 years self-employed. Yep. And so uh, people want to know how do I do this? Well, so I would have folks who would come to Asheville and loved it, but I got so many emails from people around the world who said, there's no way I can travel to Asheville for one reason or another. Can you offer this online? And so I finally got around to it this year, uh, just this February. I produced the, I believe I can say confidently, this is the ultimate, the most comprehensive online, no-nonsense, paranormal course 
that you are going to find in the world. You can take it at your own pace. It's got all kinds of great supplemental material. Uh, there's a test at the end. If you pass the test, you get a certification. And what you'll find is that that very first class starts out with teaching people about the scientific method and how to break down reality in terms of what we are told it is with atoms and electrons and neutrons right. and protons and all that. So anybody who's interested in this seriously, um, right now I've got, uh, since this is brand new, I've got a discounted price. If you go to joshuapwarren.com, you'll find a link there to my curiosity shop, which has all kinds of really wild and cool custom stuff you won't find anywhere else. There's a video there and a link to the, the classes and the course and uh, also anybody who's listening right now who is interested in um, keeping updated, uh, I have something that I call a free good luck charm that I send to people who sign up for my e-newsletter list there on my website that you get instantly. And uh, it's something that will get your mind um, oriented in the proper way so that some good things will start happening, I promise you that. How long does it usually take uh, somebody who who takes your course on a part-time basis to complete? Uh, most people who have taken it, who have been you know, really enthusiastic about it, mm -hmm. have completed it within a month. Uh, but there is no strict time limit because I tell people, you know, the whole idea behind this <laughs> is to, um, to, to match it to your schedule. Right. And, so, uh, and, and, and it's not an old-fashioned philosophy of, like, you've got to watch all this and memorize it you know, for your test because – What's the point? You know, people can go back anyway and look at the material. I, I don't expect you to memorize everything. I just want you to know it well enough to, you know, put it on the test. And so you're talking about well over 12 hours of just great content right there on the website in addition to the supplemental materials. And uh, so far, everybody who has taken it absolutely has raved about it. And, and I've, I've asked everybody to send me, you know, positive quotes. And everybody says, well this exceeded my expectations. And so I'm very proud of that. And it makes me feel like if I drop dead tomorrow, um, you could watch that course and get a pretty darn good slice of what I've learned so far in my life. So, so I, <laughs> I guess you wouldn't mind if we put a link to your course and to your website on our, on our network site. Oh, please do. All Absolutely. Right. That'd be fantastic. You've got I'd that, love for everybody to go there. Yeah. JoshuaPWarren.com and, uh, you'll find all the information information if you go through the uh, curiosity shop page we've got about two minutes left uh, joshua what are your final thoughts for the members of the exo nation tonight well you know over the years i have studied ghosts i've studied ufos cryptids esp all kinds of psychic phenomena i've studied religion philosophy theology physics metaphysics i've studied all these things and what I can tell you is that it reminds me of that quote by Charles Fort. You can measure a circle beginning anywhere. And what that means is that we call this a universe because everything is supposedly united in some way. And there is a common thread between all these things that we don't know that we call paranormal. It has to do with understanding time and space and the perspective that you're using when you look at these things. Uh, one person's little green man is a leprechaun. Another person's little green man is an alien. Uh, so therefore, uh, perspective is important, and we have to understand that if we think there is some objective authority that's going to explain everything to you, you're fooling yourself. So open your mind, go out there, be objective on your own terms, do your own research, and you'll be astounded at how much paranormal activity is actually happening around you every single day. 
Joshua, where can our listeners get copies of your book? Books. Uh, if you go to uh, joshuapwarren.com and click the Curiosity Shop, you, there is a selection of books that you can download immediately as e-books, uh, including the very popular Don't Play With Robert, the World's Most Haunted Doll. Uh, and then other than that, uh, many of my books, I mean, they've been published by Simon & Schuster, so you'll find them in brick-and-mortar stores as well as uh, Amazon.com. Time has come, my friend, for you and I to say so long for tonight. But again, I thank you so much for joining us. It's been a great hour. I wish you much continued success. And I really do look forward to the next time you're here with us in the Exxon. Until then, be safe, my friend. Hey, thank you, Rob. I look forward to it as well. Take care, Joshua. Exxon Nation, our guest this hour has been Joshua P. Warren, www.joshuapwarren. And we're going to put the links to his website as well as the paranormal course and his curiosity shop on our corporate website as well as on XZBN. I'll be back on the other side of this break as we continue here in the X-Zone from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. After all, this is a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard Monday through Friday from 11 p.m. Eastern until 3 a.m. Eastern right here on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, Talkstar Radio Network, Mutual Broadcast Network, and iHeartRadio. Don't go away. <laughs> 